Welcome back, Super Gluer. I'm so glad that you are a part of the Super Glue family. Hey, Super Gluer, I know that you are a person who holds it all together. So I'm so glad that you're here so that we can get real, share a morning prayer, and gear up for a kick-ass day. So yesterday, we talked about the root of fear and that fear is fiction. Today, we're going to dissect the evidence of fear and break it down. And one of the things that has helped me a lot is to really understand a strategy that comes from a book called Anxiety Relief for Teens. And while it was written for teens, it's really phenomenal for everyone. But it's written by Dr. Regine Galanti, and it's Essentials for Mindfulness Practice and Overcoming Anxiety and Stress. And I love this particular strategy, which is on analyzing your thoughts. And I love it because it really helps us to think about how we can look at our thoughts by dividing them into three columns. So I want to teach you about this really awesome strategy that I've used for sure when I get into a thinking trap, especially one that's related to fear. So I want you to think about a difficult emotion that you are experiencing, something that you've recently experienced, and and kind of think through that emotion for a moment. And uh, we're going to just walk through her model. I'm going to take you through it, which is you start with my thoughts. So uh, what are your thoughts about that particular fear, right? So if the emotion is fear and the situation is maybe you are uh, fearing, you know, what you're going to do in the future or you're fearing uh, the fear of rejection or whatever it is, you're going to put that uh, fear down, whatever the fear is that I'm going to be alone forever or whatever uh, thought you're having or excuse me, whatever the situation is. And then you're going to break down into a column of my thoughts. So what are the thoughts that you have about that particular fear, right? And so when I was telling you about my example yesterday, I was saying that, you know, uh, my thoughts are that people won't think I'm super helpful in these sessions if I don't know every detail about the platform or I'm coming across as not being knowledgeable or ready to deliver this content or these sessions Um, Because I don't have all of the information and I'm still learning and I'm going to come across as uh, unknowledgeable or uh, incompetent. God, that would be the worst one for me. Oh, my gosh. So that would be something that I would fear. So if I get into the thinking trap, what do I get trapped by? And I guess for me, that thinking trap would be I am not smart enough at times. There are some areas of my life where I'm just not that smart. And that could be the thinking trap, right? So I get stuck in that thought. So I have my thoughts and I have my thinking trap and I know where those are stuck. And then I want you to take the last two columns, which are around evidence. And the idea is that there's evidence for this and evidence against this, okay? So what is the evidence in my situation that I'm coming across as incompetent? And the evidence would be, that I didn't know the answer to a particular question about the platform. That's the evidence that I'm incompetent. And when I break that down and I think about the evidence against my thinking trap or my fear, I can say that that is pretty ludicrous because in these sessions, it's not expected as the consultant that I would know everything about the technology side of the platform. It's not even an expectation. It's not an expectation for from the company that I consult for. It's not an expectation of the client. That's not really even why I'm there. That's not the overall purpose of my existence in this setting. 
So the evidence against my fear is that I have prepared a really great session that's included a lot of suggestions. And the evidence is also that it's really up to the client to decide how they want to utilize the platform and make a difference in their school. I'm not their principal. I'm not their leader. I'm just someone that's giving them some things to think about. And so the the thought that they actually are sitting around thinking that I'm incompetent, there's no evidence for that. And finally, there's no evidence in that me being incompetent in my life where I can look back to experiences in my life and say, maybe I didn't know how to do everything, but I certainly am not someone who comes across as incompetent. I don't have evidence of that. I don't have times in my life where I could say that that's true. And the more that I can begin to write down the the evidence against my fear, the better off I am because I'm able to see that my fear is not really justified. There's not enough evidence for it to be something that I need to fear or take action on. And there are some really great scriptures for today. 2 Timothy 1.7 said, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but power and love and self-control. Ah, love is the the word that stands out to me. And John, first John says there is no fear in love, right? So when we put the we put love out over fear, oh my gosh, we can instantly erase fear. I remember I had this employee that was absolutely intimidating and terrible to our staff and she was actually a part of the building service team and she was mean and honestly, just difficult and nasty to be around, to be quite honest. And she made people feel so uncomfortable. And I had to have these really difficult conversations with her. And sometimes I would fear them before I would go into the conversation. And I remember at some point reading a book or whatever, whatever gave me the experience to feel knowledgeable to do it. But I thought to myself, I am going to pour love over her and how difficult that was. Oh, let me tell you. But I knew what the scripture said. And I knew that if I prayed for her and I put love into the situation and I saw her with loving eyes and I tried to dig deep into whatever her fears might be that were making her so miserable and making her act so mean, that perhaps that love that I could pour into the situation would help to calm me down so that I didn't have to have fear in speaking to her. And I can say it wasn't perfect. It wasn't like all of my fears were erased. I still felt hot-headed in my, not hot-headed, hot um, in my body. I don't mean hot-headed. I mean, I felt like that tension in my body, right? I felt heat, heat in my body. I still felt that. But I was able to face my fear and I was able to get the job done. And eventually we did get rid of her and it was awesome. Took a lot of work, let me tell you. But I didn't back down because I decided to bring love into the situation. And when 1 John uh, 4.18 says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear for fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. So my challenge to you, Super Glower, is to put some love into your fears. So if one of my fears is about not feeling smart enough at times, I put some love all over myself to help myself get through that. And instead of utilizing this evidence or lack of evidence for the fear, I'm going to focus on love and I'm gonna see the good stuff within me to know that I'm bringing a lot to my clients and I'm giving them my very best 
And I may not be perfect, but I'm not being asked to be perfect. Instead, I'm going to put love and self-compassion into my fears. Let's get ready to pray. Father God, we thank you so much for the power of love. Oh my goodness. I pray that every super gluer feels and experiences the power of love and that they are able to invite love into situations. Lord, give us the strength to be wise enough to know how to bring either love of self or love toward another person to reduce fear and anxiety, but to elevate a situation with love. I ask all this through Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Hey, Super Gluer, tomorrow we're going to talk about a coping strategy, and then we're going to wrap up this week as we get ready for Christmas. But my message to you, as we do, is to help every one of you understand that you belong here, regardless of your faith story, your background, how religious or not religious you are, you belong here. And I am so glad that you tune in in the mornings. And I hope that you know that you are loved. Get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye!